Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and this is your news for Monday, March 2nd, 2020. I was out of town for a large chunk of February, so I apologize for the long delay in shows, but I've got a ton of news to get you up to date today. So let's start off with Avalon Hill announcing Scooby-Doo Betrayal at Mystery Mansion. Now, this is going to be kind of a re... I guess it's re-implementation of Betrayal at House on the Hill, which is a little bit... Uh, that was kind of a medium to heavier weight kind of a, has a hidden uh, hidden trader type game uh, a lot of fun uh, but this should make it a little bit better because it has a pretty cool little scooby-doo skin here uh, and i'm sure that they will update it and uh you know second time around with the betrayal at house on the hill was kind of the better one and they've been putting a lot of skins on it they have a Baldur's gate one and i believe they have the uh, a legacy one uh, but this should be pretty cool to see the scooby-doo version of this this should be out on may 15th I believe probably right in time for the June Origins, even if it gets pushed back a little bit. Uh, it's going to retail for about $35. Uh, and it's each one of these is probably going to have a bunch of different scenarios in there. And this is going to probably play in about 30 to 60 minutes. They say it plays in 25 minutes. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably going to be a little longer than that. But this should be a good little family way to get into that. That is Scooby-Doo Betrayal at Mystery Mansion. Uh, sticking with Scooby-Doo, we've got the OP who announced Scooby-Doo Escape from Haunted Mansion. This is a little bit different because what this is, is uh, now the OP is going to have a, a group of what they kind of call at play at home kind of family escape room type games. This is going to be a line from Jay Cormier, Sing Fu Lim and uh, Kami Mandel from the OP in that they're going to have these different themes and a lot of little kind of at the at home you know, escape room, like I said. So these are going to be ones that you're going to play in an hour uh, to two hours uh, with your family in, you know, at home. And it'll probably be about 10 to 12 uh, years old and up. Now, this one is going to be themed with the Scooby-Doo Escaped and Haunted Mansion uh, theme. So you're going to be looking at an escape room uh, with that little theme. So this should be a pretty cool one. This is due out sometime in the spring. So again, we're probably looking at an Origins release for this one. Sticking with the OP, we're going to go to the Harry Potter House Cup competition. That'll be some Sometime this year, I believe it'll probably be out right around Gen Con. This is going to be a worker placement game set in the Harry Potter universe in which you're all competing for the House Cup. Now, of course, you're going to be playing the different uh, personalities or characters from the Harry Potter universe, uh, of course, like Cedric and Draco and Harry himself. And you're going to be using a worker placement me mechanism to get different points to win the House Cup. Uh, not a whole lot is known, but this look does look pretty cool. And I do like how they're introducing uh, worker placement into that big line of Harry Potter games that they've got as you remember they've got a deck building game a two-player deck building game the cooperative dice game that was kind of like thanos rising they've got a death eaters rising as well by the op so this is going to be really cool to be in that whole line but i do really love worker placement games this is going to play in about an hour and a half two to four players ages 11 and up i expect it to be kind of a light to medium weight euro type game now, Ravensburger's got a couple of announcements here. First, we've got, you know, of course you have, we had the villainous games that came out and they were all Disney villainous and we've all kind of wondered what else could they get into. But of course, now add the Marvel villainous into that world. Now they're going to be putting this out uh, probably again, looking at about a Gen Con release that's going to play in an hour to an hour and a half. Marvel villainous infinite power, where you're going to play two to four players. And this is going to be where you're going to control different Marvel villains, uh, Thanos, Hela, Ultron, and 
they've got uh, they've got a few others that will be announced soon. So I'm not sure if they're just not done or they just want to kind of get the hype up. Maybe they'll announce those kind of later in the spring to keep that hype building. Uh, this is going to be by Prospero Hall, the great design studio that is behind uh, Disney Villainous. But of course, now we've got Marvel Villainous, which is pretty exciting. Sticking with Ravensburger and also, of course, with Prospero Hall, we've got another game that they've got coming out called Wonder Woman Challenge of the Amazon. Now, this should be uh, out sometime this month in in March, I believe. Uh, They said it should be out March 1st, but I'm not sure if it's going to make that date or not. It's going to play in about an hour at a retail for $35. And this is going to be a strategy game or a co-op strategy game where you're going to try to defend Themyscira from Ares, Cersei, or Cheetah. So I believe this is going to kind of have that almost pandemic feel where different threats will be uh, coming out around Themyscira. And you'll have to go around and try to take care of them before they take over uh, the island. Uh, again, that's going to be about $35, should be out this month. Now, FFG announced a expansion for Fallout. This is the Fallout kind of RPG board game, RPG type strategy game. This is a lot of fun. I've played this myself, uh, the Fallout game. It plays in about an hour to two hours. But the new scenario pack is kind of one of these little small packs, kind of how you have uh, the different Marvel Champions pack, or how you have the Game of Thrones, different little packs. This is going to be a little pack for Fallout, the board game. Uh, this is going to be called Atomic Bonds. This will have some more scenarios, uh, some more gear, and some more uh, players, allies to use in the game. And I'm sure it's going to have, uh, like I said, uh, some more story cards since we'll have enough scenarios. This is going to be about $15. It says quarter one. I haven't seen this at the FLGS, so I'm guessing it's probably going to be out in March or early April uh, by FFG. Again, that is the Fallout expansion called Atomic Bonds. Ultra Pro has announced a reboot to Killer Bunnies. Now, Killer Bunnies has been out for a while, probably almost 20 years. I believe it came out in 2002. This was called Killer Bunnies and a Quest for the Magic Carrot. This is a very cheeky, very fun little game uh, that they're going to be rebooting now just simply as Killer Bunnies. Uh, so they're probably going to streamline the game a bit. The game could, since so many expansions that came out for Killer Bunnies, uh, it could kind of go a little bit long, but it was kind of that pretty fun game. The biggest complaint was that it was fairly random at the end. So you, during the game, all you're trying to do is kill each other's bunnies and get different carrots and at the end of the game there was a deck of all the different carrots and you kind of just kept revealing carrots that were eliminated until the last carrot came out and that was who won now i'm not sure if they're changing that at all but seeing that they're going to talk about streamline gameplay uh, maybe they'll kind of fix how the win was uh, i just always loved this game because it was very cheeky very easy to play with your kids and the art and you know it's called killer bunnies but it was about the most harmless game in the world doesn't have anything as far as any uh, uh, you know, no real bunnies were harmed in the making of Killer Bunnies. It's it's a very cool little game to play with your family. But you know, looking forward to this reboot. I believe this will be out kind of sometime quarter two, quarter three, midsummer. Uh, like everything else, we'll probably see this one at Gen Con. This is going to be a very cheap game to get into. Uh, I think we're going to have going to see about ten dollars, and you're going to have uh, you know a bunch of expansions as they always have had. Uh, expansions just kind of came out like crazy, all the different colored themed expansions. So I expect at least one or two to be out by the time this comes out, but the new standalone deck will only be about $10. Cryptozoic is releasing a new set for the DC deck building game. Now, this one is called uh, Dark Knight's Metal Revealed. Now, with most of the other uh, DC deck building game kind of standalone expansions, there's a little bit different mechanics in this one, and this one's no different. They've got kind of these foil cards, which is going to add another type of card type, which is going to go in there, and I think that's where you're going to have the metal type cards. You're going to have kind of what, like, DC deck building game Rebirth had introduced the different ways that when you defeat supervillains, you just get an instant reward rather than
than getting them into the deck. And I think they're going to keep going with this one, with this kind of theme and, and mechanic where they're just going to give you that one time and that's going to happen in this one as well. It's going to be two to five players, 15 and up and plays in about an hour. Uh, man, I really love DC deck building game. So I'm really going to highly recommend this one to everybody. This will be sometime uh, in quarter three, probably like everything else. So you're going to hear me say this a lot over the next few months. You'll see this one likely at Gen Con. Cryptozoic is really good with these different Cerebus engine games where there's really only one uh, currency that you're using, which is power. So it really lends itself into a very easy to get into deck building game. So look for that one as well. Winterborn by Talon Strike Studios and Brian Surrey, uh, who is the designer of Freshwater Fly, a really, really good game. Check that one out from last year. They've got Winterborn coming out in March 1st, so it should be out any day now uh, as you're listening to this. This is an interesting game because you've got different characters. You're going to lead expeditions to expand your kingdom. Now, you've got a, a it plays over about a year, quote unquote, in game. And now you're going to be using cards to explore lands. Uh, it's kind of part kind of deck buildery and tableau buildery. Uh, and it's got some got some player interaction, but it's not overly uh, attacky. So it's not, if you don't really like player heavy players, screw each other games, this isn't really going to turn you away because it's very light interaction. Uh, now, when winner arrives, a player with the most victory points will win. This is actually a pretty cool game. Brian uh, Surrey, this will be a, uh, a designer to look out for for the next couple of years because he did the uh, Freshwater Fly and like I said, and Coldwater Crown. Uh, and this Winterborn is another one to look out for. I think this will be a, a pretty decent one. Uh, you'll see this one. It's going to be about 50 uh, plays in about one to two hours at a 10 and up, kind of a mid-weight Euro type game. And that'll be out hopefully when you hear this, if not uh, sometime later this month. Rio Grande announced a new Dominion set. Menagerie. This will be out sometime in March. It's going to be about $30 to $35. Now, uh, Dominion, one of the, pretty much the first deck builder, but one of the best deck builders and one of the longest uh, standing deck builders. This new expansion is going to have an absolute ton of cards, 400 new cards and 30 new kingdom cards. As you know, with Dominion, there'll be different piles of cards. So there's going to be, uh, you know, a bunch of cards for each one of those new kingdom cards. That's why there's so many cards. This is one that's going to be with a lot of animals. And as you put the animals into your deck and as you get them, quote unquote into your menagerie you're going to have different things like drawing cards or eliminating cards or getting more actions or even kind of banking some actions uh this will be pretty cool you, you do require the a base game to play this one even though it does have a ton of cards you will need a base dominion game or one of those sets that has a lot of the base cards in it uh this is going to be uh, about 45 dollars it's going to play like dominion plays in about 30 to 60 minutes at most you know it's a pretty quick playing game especially if you know what you're doing uh, and of course it's about two to four players uh check this one out i really love dominion it's always been one of my favorite deck building games out there uh highly recommend you check that one out my hero academia is getting a ccg that's going to be released in may of 2020 so you're looking at about origins release there it's going to use their universus ccg system which is kind of a newer take on the universal fighting system that they have out but it's going to be set in a my hero academia they're going to have the first set which is going to kind of be the first box you're going to want to get is the turbo deck which is going to come with two 41 card decks built around isuku moduraya and katsuki bakuko each deck will have a a couple ultra rares from that set and that box is going to be $25 there's going to be booster displays uh, we're going to have 24 packs that you can get for about $100 so I expect you know just like other CCGs you're probably with about $5 each for the booster pack or so but you do look for look out for this one this is My Hero Academia the CCG CCGs are really hard to get their foothold uh, out there in the world usually it's magic and then everything else has about a year and then it's done so I'm rooting for this one my daughter really loves My Hero Academia so I'm hoping that this one lasts for a little while and maybe to this will be something I can get her into as well. 
AEG is going to release Santa Monica this spring. Now, this is a game which has card drafting, and you're kind of making up your little attractions around Santa Monica uh, as you're making your little tableau. Uh, now, as it says on the BGG entry, will you choose to create a calm, quiet beach focused on nature, a bustling beach full of tourists, or something in between to appeal to the locals? This is going to be one of those super filler games going to play in about an hour. It's for 14 and up, two to four players. Retails for about $40, so you're probably going to be able to see it about $35 or so. Uh, and it should be out sometime later this year. I don't have a date for this one, but that is called Santa Monica. This is created by Josh Wood, who made Cat Lady. FFG revealed the next Keyforge set. It's called Mass Mutation. It should be out in the spring sometime. You'll start seeing it pop up at all your FLGSs. Uh, now, as you know, Keyforge is a really cool two-player game in which each deck is unique, and they all have unique names and unique cards in the set. No two is alike. This new set will have 422 cards with 250 of those cards being entirely new. A lot of the other ones uh, in this set will be kind of cards from other sets. However, they'll be in different, they'll be new versions of those cards and they'll be in different houses so that's what's going to be the kind of the whole theme is old things are kind of new and mutated there now you'll have a two-player starter set which will have two ready to play 36 card decks and there'll be of course the unique decks in those boxes and they'll have the tokens as well that's a 25 dollars good way to get into the game because it has all the tokens and rules and everything else in there uh, they'll also have regular archon decks and and such which you can get they're generally about ten dollars there's a deluxe deck that comes with tokens uh, as well as the deck, which in case you don't want to get a two-player starter, you know, if your friend has a two-player starter and they have all the tokens and you need a deck and starter, that'll be about $15. Uh, but each deck is only $10. That's what makes uh, Keyforge so good. Is it's You just grab a deck for 10 bucks and go. And then you and your friend get a couple of decks and you just sit down and play and then you trade decks to do to see who wins the next one and play basically a best two out of three. Usually the third one, you kind of, whoever loses, picks who uh, which deck they want to use. Man, Keyforge is so good. Please check that out. I highly recommend you checking up and and that new uh, set will be out it's probably going to be a decent set to jump into if you've never uh, played it before again looking at about origin since it will be about quarter two of this year also out this month from Upper Deck is a small box expansion from Marvel Legendary. Now, Marvel Legendary, kind of like the DC deck building game, is a deck building game. Uh, it has a larger box. This set itself will be a smaller box, so you'll need uh, one of the base sets to be able to play it. This is going to be Heroes of Asgard. Uh, it's going to have five new heroes where, uh, as far as I can tell from looking at BGG, you'll have Beta Ray Bill, Lady Sif, uh, a new version of Thor, Valkyrie, and the Warriors 3. Those will all be the hero sets. And you'll have, of course, a couple of new uh, big bout bosses to go after and some other villain sets and such that will be in there. Uh, this one should be out this month. I will absolutely love uh, Marvel Legendary. I love all deck building games, but the fact that it's completely different than the DC deck building game, uh, yet still has its own unique feel, and they're both really, really good. So check out Marvel Legendary Heroes of Asgard, which should be out sometime later this month. Renegade Game Studios has announced Succulent. This is a drafting, kind of a tile drafting game, uh, tile placement and drafting game. This is going to be by J. Alex Cavern. Now, J. Alex Cavern, an absolutely excellent designer. I uh, really like what he's done. He's done Sentient. He did World's Fair 1893. It was one of my favorite games of all time. He did a nice little card game, Easy Breezy Travel Agency. If you can find that one, I recommend. And of course, Gold West, which is a nice little Euro game as well. So he does a lot of great games. So I assume this one will be good. This is, uh, again, this will be out this year. Plays in about an hour. Please believe it's going to be out first quarter. I don't think I saw it yet on a store, so I don't exactly have a, uh, a release date for you. This is going to be about $30 to $35. 
$1,000. Again, from Renegade Game Studios. You're going to compete against your peers uh, for lucrative and prestigious projects that will cement your place as the community's premier succulent gardener. So it has that whole horticulture theme to it. Uh, looks very light, very, uh, you know, kind of a, a lighter to medium game, but probably a little more on the, the lighter side. It's played over a series of turns in which you collect uh, different cuttings from your garden along with water crystals to use them to complete the projects with various benefits, including earning points. And of course, like almost every other game in the world, the most victory points at the end will win the game. That is Succulent by Renegade Game Studios. Now, the last bit of big news that I have uh, before I get into a Kickstarter is uh, just found out this weekend that Plaid Hat has been reacquired by its original owner, Colby Duck. Now, way back in 2015, Asmodee acquired uh, Plaid Hat and Z-Man games when they kind of got F2Z because... Uh, Plaid Hat was part of the F2Z uh, you know, group of games. Now, Asmodee acquired them in 2015, and then they got all the titles in Plaid Hat's collection, including Mice and Mystics and Dead of Winter. Now, this month, uh, the... Colby Doc has reached an agreement with Asmodee to reacquire the independent rights to Plaid Hat Games, uh, all those brands, uh, and publishing rights to uh, some of their games. However, not all of their games are going to be going over to Plaid Hat. Asmodee is going to retain the rights to Dead of Winter, Raxon, Meisten Mystics, Stuff Fables, Aftermath, and Battlelands. Uh, they also retain the rights to the Adventure Book Games brand. Uh, so that'll be all those different games that had the books, Stuff Fables, and such, which was in that brand. And I'm not sure if the whole system uh, will be you know, kept with them. So I'm not sure that Planet Hat will be able to use that system in the future. Uh, now, going forward, Dead of Winter and Raxon will be published by Fantasy Flights, Fantasy Flight Games, and Mice and Mystics, Stuff Fables, Aftermath, and Battlelands will be published and supported by Z-Man. Uh, and they are all both, uh, of course, under the Asmodee group. Now, uh, also, some of the designers are staying, the original designers are staying with them because I believe Jerry Hawthorne will be staying with Z-Man Games uh, since that's basically his his base babies, which are my mystics and such, uh, will be staying with them. Now, uh, as far as the games go, I'm not really sure what we've got that will be staying with uh, Plaid Hat. I'm assuming Forgotten Waters. I tried to reach out to Plaid Hat, but I didn't get a response just yet to see what games will be staying with them. But I'm assuming Forgotten Waters, Abomination. And of course, one of the big games that got them onto the market was the Summoner Wars series. So wonderful to see a re-implementation or a new edition of Summoner Wars with a lot of those different decks. People really love that game. It's a, a two-player uh, kind of a skirmish game. Uh, Summoner Wars. You know, the games like Spectre Ops and Dungeon Run that you may see uh, that'll be coming out. I'm not sure of Crystal Clans, which is another kind of a battling game. Uh, and also the uh, Crossroad Games, uh, Gen 7, which is a Crossroad Games. You may see that one stick with Plaid Hat. But either way, it's really interesting to see what will be coming out of this. Colby's a good game designer. He's got a, uh, he's he's been designing for a long, long time. I do like the way he thinks and uh, his different designs. He specializes, it seems, more on kind of those one-on-one tactical games. Uh, you know, like I said, like Summoner War. So be interesting to see what he's got coming out. So we'll, of course, have that on the Munchkin Minute when he does have some announcements on some new games coming. Into the Kickstarter, it's kind of an older news thing, but now we've got the Kickstarter is there. IDW announced a partnership with Warner Brothers Consumer Products and DC. And now the first announcement was Batman the Animated Series Adventures Shadow of the Bat, which is a miniatures board game uh, that will be released, they say, in fall, but they've got a Kickstarter up right now. Uh, as of this recording, it's got a little over, probably about a week and a half left. 
It's it's raised over a million dollars, and it's one of those uh, projects that, as you sit there watching it, it just keeps ticking up and up. Now, this will be using their universal game system, uh, and it's of course has the Batman the animated series theme. You can get in on this for one hundred and twenty five dollars, which gets you the base game uh, and also a Alfred Pennyworth Ally Mini, which is a Kickstarter exclusive, and then all the stretch goals. And they say the estimated delivery is December twenty twenty. Now, there's also an all in bundle, which is two hundred and twenty five dollars or more, which has an absolutely ton of story packs. This is probably going to be where most people have been getting in on there. Over 4,000 people already have gotten in on this one. This is going to be where you get a lot of those extra exclusives uh, and stretch goals, also with stretch goals and Ally Mini, but you're probably going to get a lot of these story packs, which will get you more scenarios for the game. This is a very, uh, you know, this is a cool little scenarios uh, based game, which has an absolute ton of minis, which is all the rage, of course, as we know on Kickstarter, to get as many minis as you can. And of course, with the theme of Batman, you know, you can't go wrong there. So again, a week and a half left. It is well, well funded uh, with over 5,000 backers and about a million dollars as well. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any other news you think I would like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJogBlog on Twitter. Also check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the Major Spoilers crew. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the board game man, and I'll see everyone in two weeks for another Munchkin Minute. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.